Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. Uh, we were going to do a A League preview, but as we all know, the motto on Night Shift Football Red Edition is "fuck everyone who ain't us." And I don't know, just that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. There's no need just, to elaborate yeah. further. Fuck everyone that's not us. So we're just going to talk about Adelaide. Why the hell would we talk about anyone else? Like no one's listening to this pod for like the tactical nuance of Warren Moon. We don't have it anyway. I don't care how Brisbane are going to line up this season. Charlie Austin can do one. He's not even that interesting as a marquee player. Why would you bring Shit, him to the Danny league? Ings. Isn't he? He tore us a new one. In that uh, cup game. Yeah, if we're he was talk- pretty good. Okay. <laughs> he was really good at picking the ball up inside his half and playing long-raking balls to like Nico on the other side or whoever the other, Henry Hoare, the other fast winger. That was it. You're underselling it. He's quite a long ball merchant. You're underselling it. He's a striker. Mm, but that's where he was yeah. picking it up. I don't yeah. know. I don't rate him. Okay. I think he's going to score a lot of goals. He's kind of overweight. Anyway, we're here to talk about Adelaide. So let's talk about Adelaide United. We'll do some preseason predictions. Uh, you got any first off? Um, we were just saying off air, Adelaide United made back-to-back, sem- back-to-back semi-finals now. I guess this year it's... Um, semi-final has to be the one we aim for then, yeah again. semi or bust or does it have to be more now because they don't they do projects in three years maybe I, I think given our place in the footballing landscape in this country given that we punch above our weight I think to make semi-finals I still think semi-finals should be the minimum goal okay and you would be satisfied if we made the semis I'd be annoyed about it when the semi comes around but <laughs> I, I don't you know we're up against it here so semi is top six, but winning the first knockout game, or do you want to be top four? I'd like to finish top four. Yeah, ideally. Mm. But then, yeah, I guess if we, yeah, I guess so. It would have to be anything outside of that is like it's you know a decrease on what we've been building towards. So yeah, it would have to be semi final, top four, or bust, which is a pretty ridiculous thing to be saying because I think the first season was a fluke. Yep. The second season, we only won one game in our first 10. Yep. And then lost Mork and Halloran and then somehow rallied yep. and made it. So we could be overselling it. It could actually be our best season so far and we finished fourth. It could be. Um, I think we've, we've built well. We've got Halloran back, obviously. We don't have Mork, but we've got... Uh, hopefully second season cloth things maybe cloth 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 tablecloth <laughs> tablecloth hopefully hopefully he can uh, improve <laughs> he'll need to improve I tell you cloth palette um, Blackwood's been putting goals in I like pre-season it. I like I'm it. still not convinced he's a regular gonna get you to a semi-final you know type of player um, Blackwood is a great player to play in games against tall artillery so Newcastle, mm. uh, Western United, I think it'll be really uh, effective. Any sort of game where they rely upon their tools at the back and kind of bypass midfield. Yep. I think and it's good to have that option. To have Clough or to have Blackwood play that role, um, it's actually we're better equipped than I think people would assume. Yeah, maybe. Um, I worry about where... I don't know. I worry about lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's start at the top. <laughs> I worry about... Gauchi. Okay. You remembered who he is? I think he's good yeah, this week. <laughs> I'm terrible with goalkeepers. He's good, but he's good. obviously still prone to 
bizarre. Who would you prefer no. though? No, I'm happy with him. I'll take him. So if but just thinking but, league wide, would you rather a Jamie Young type? Ra- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I think Jamie Young's a very good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I can. Yeah, I fuck with that. There's who was he might have left. Is he still in the league, Kurto? Where did he go? I can't remember. He was. I liked him. He was um, at MacArthur, I think, or Western United. Just he anyone went to the but of the franchise team. Not Redmayne and not that Kavala. Was it Kavala? Oh the yeah, the Vidri one. He's gone. God. He went home. He sucked. They've signed Izzo now. So Izzo yeah. was on the market. Uh, I'd rather Gauchi than Izzo. Good call. Yeah, I'd I rather like Gauchi than Izzo. Okay, yeah. so we've got a hierarchy now of goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, you know, Gauchi's good. We'll back him. Gauchi gang. We're backing him in. Um, center backing, center back pairings. Ah, uh, that's where that's where I think we're slim. I don't think we're slim. And given I, what I saw from Bar so far in preseason, and uh, don't think it's going to be Bar. I reckon it's it'll be, be Ansel and Popovich. Yeah. Where are you pulling this? Where are you pulling this from? That, no, that's just what I would prefer. Because that's I think, what you'd prefer. I think Ansel is. A but far you said I reckon it's player. going to be. Yeah, but I think over time we'll find out that Ansel is a better centre back than Bart. Yes, once he gets fit and plays some games, um, I would assume. Vibe-based prediction. I would, ass- I would assume he plays. Yeah. We're all about vibe-based predictions. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Lockie, Lockie Barr is a good player. I think, he's, I think so too. And he's a solid guy to bring in rotation or if anyone gets injured. But yeah. I, I think Ansel will play. I think the trouble is, yeah, other, there's a few clubs with good firepower and I'm not sure how well equipped we are to deal with their firepower. We were a bit leaky last year mm. at times and then, I don't know. We just have our roller. We're a bit of a roller coaster, aren't we? Always, yeah. always. We're very um, for, we're a very form team. If we're losing, we're like we're losing. We're, we're losing three, four, five games, not yeah. picking up points. But if we're fucking winning, we're on a roll. We're getting yeah. points in five, six, seven games in a row. So, I think you're going to see that early on, given that we've got two home games out of the first seven. Yep. Um, the first three away games, um, all on Sundays. We're just exclusively yeah. playing Sunday for some reason. Could be crucial to pick up away points. And especially the way that it begins. Um, what have we got? Wellington away to begin with. And then I yep. think we've got, you know, a potentially we could pick up points against Western United, maybe. Maybe, yeah. We showed enough against them first in that preseason game. In the game. preseason game, yeah. I thought so. Um, and then the eternal gamble that is Sydney and what they turn up with and as this season. Well, they were a big drop off last year, so. You couldn't expect them to finish eighth again. No, they bounce back, don't they? Yeah. They're going to be a competitor. You would ho- yeah. I was about to say you would hope so. That's no, just I wouldn't the, hope so. The media parroting <laughs> into my mind that, yeah. oh, we need a strong Sydney and a strong West a, Sydney. Yeah, New South Wales football needs to be strong. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, um, does football in this country exist? On Sam? that note, uh, listening to, we'll get to this. We can probably have a bit of a chat about the Australia Cup yeah, final. Yeah, let's do it now. Just do it now? Yeah. Um, when we left after, when Adelaide got knocked out by Brisbane and we left the game, and listening to the Paramount coverage, and Daniel Garb talking about what an amazing story it is that Dwight York has got this MacArthur team to the final of an Australia Cup. Fucking beat Modbury from State League One SA. <laughs> champions, hey. Yeah, State League One champions. But, like, you're MacArthur. <laughs> you're an A-League team who was gifted, you know, a bunch of resources to get players. You've got no fans. You've barely got... You're playing some shitty old rugby league stadium that no one uses and no one goes to even to watch their games except for a few cowbells. <sighs> and 
the most annoying aspect I'm of the weekend. I'm just trying to figure out what angle they're coming from that could possibly suggest that MacArthur is such an amazing like underdog story. Exactly. Or is it just because they're from New South Wales, we have to listen to this shit? Yeah, I think it's both New South Wales and the fact that they're new. But, you know, calling them new doesn't really explain where they've come from. They've yeah. shot up out of the ground with all the league funding in the world that they can be thrown at. You know, yeah. you take all the young talent, Alessandro, Daniel Azani goes there, uh, Ulysses De Villa goes there. Like, Wales. Yeah, Lucky Wild. You've just plucked all of the great young players from around the league. And it's the exact antithesis of what it sh- the new club should have been. They should have been going out and unearthing their own new talent, not taking the new talent from yeah. other clubs. And yet, you're supposed to hold up Dwight York on some kind of pedestal at the moment because he's played five games and has won yeah. a trophy already. I, look, I don't agree, but you know what it is? It's really good marketing for the A-League globally because you look at the reaction to Dwight York winning uh, a piece of silverware in his first managerial stint. It has resonated well overseas. I get that. There was a lot of people commenting on like Roy, uh, not Roy Keane, Robbie Keane, uh, Andy Cole, you know, old teammates and stuff like that, giving him props for what he's doing now. So, yeah, I get that. I just, you know, the the New South Wales stuff. I know it, it always just shits me to it tears. Drives me insane. And anything, obviously, you and I are always on about this, but I honestly hate Western United and Macarthur more than. Than Sydney and Melbourne Sydney yeah. right now like, <laughs> yeah. they just do my head in that much so I'd rather one of those clubs win than have to put up with this bullshit about how amazing it is that they've been able to win what's amazing is they're able to run a football club with no supporters isn't it it's like a shell it's, a, it's one of those hedge funds that operate overseas and they just literally exist to make money and that's it they have no attachment or community yeah. value nothing Fucking MacArthur. What's a MacArthur? What is a MacArthur? When you play against an MPL team and they else outsell gonna... the stadium three to four or three to one of your fans, four to one of your fans, like Are we gonna name the next South Australian side after some electorate somewhere that no one knows the name of? I would hope so. What's this electorate that I'm in now? Called Lee. So it would be called like a club called Lee. Lee F C Lee Wanderers. <laughs> Lee and Hove Albion. Yeah. Wakefield. Some bullshit. Yeah. Grey. <laughs> anyway uh, do you want to quickly let's quickly actually talk about the game but we kind of had it on we weren't too interested because uh, we know, just it. because MacArthur <laughs> no Adelaide so who gives a fuck it was a little bit of we weren't in it I felt the spectacle wasn't like what Adelaide would put on in a final of that calibre that we've seen yeah it didn't feel normal it just it felt hollow it felt franchisey. two penalties to win it yeah, which is lame as well. Um, but they were both definitely penalties. And yeah, yeah. They probably deserved it on the balance of play, MacArthur. But the game itself didn't do much. To no. Wet, you know, and unfortunately, we've had to leave tons. it with uh, plenty of ammunition for the media. The media don't need an excuse to attack the game in this country. No. And Sydney United fans, uh, which could stress probably... a. Minimal amount of Sydney United I want to fans. say minority, fine. A minority of Sydney United fans have given so much ammunition. That's the problem. Is these the people that do these things don't really give a fuck. They don't think about, about it stuff in this like way. that. They just they they do them. It's. I was a little bit afraid this Australia Cup game would go kind of under the radar of the mainstream media. <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> for all the wrong reasons, though, because you know you would. I always compare it, you know, the NRL or the AFL, if they did something like this and one of the semi-pro amateur teams made the final, it would just be wall-to-wall coverage. 
it would be heralded as like the greatest event yeah. in sporting Australian sporting history. And you kind of get that in this game and they create a lot of noise and it's great atmosphere and it looks good. It's a great story, but you can't um, can't really be throwing up how Hitler's and chanting, you know, fascist terrorist organization. Stuff. <laughs> like community stuff. <laughs> yeah, just general stuff that they do. Um, Boeing, welcome to countries. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, the New South Wales Premier, Dominic Perrottet, has got involved now. And he's saying he wants that fan that was caught uh, throwing up the Nazi salute to be banned for life. I love that. I do like that, but also I How don't... How do you prove that's what he's doing, though? That's a good call. That's a good call. You it's really cool. would... You I'm not making an excuse, by the way. That's We're just talking about evidence yeah. in a court of law now, yeah. Yeah. You would have to have an extended video of him. But, I mean, there were so many photos of yeah. guys doing it. I and know. they've got Ustasi flags and stuff like yeah. that. And they're... There is a hardcore militant fascist wing of the Croatian community in Sydney. And yeah. that it's no, that's not a secret. No. Um, it's pretty regular. Yeah. From what we're hearing at Sydney United Games. So. Mm. Um, lots of Nazi paraphernalia. It's, this is a really tricky subject because it, it transcends football. It becomes more of a polit- political thing. And there's a lot of conservative politics in ethnic communities and in Australian or not Australian communities but in the broader suburbs and stuff you know the booing of welcome to country I what I saw from online it was almost 50-50 in people supporting it outside of the Croatian agenda because they don't like this tokenistic uh, they well yeah everything that's not white is woke that's so it we don't like that yeah that's so we it. can't even do a welcome to country without no. people People really, I've seen a lot of people really clutching at straws for like, oh, well, you know, to be fair, the welcome to country went too long. Like, shut the fuck up. Did you see see that one guy that... It went too long, so he started booing it. Yeah. (laughs) There were some people saying they couldn't hear it, so they didn't know. So they just started booing. They just started booing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I do when I can't hear things. The best one I saw was someone (laughs) saying, well, actually... During the Welcome to Country, they showed a MacArthur fan on the screen holding a scarf up. And so that's what everyone was booing at. Okay. Okay. All right. Just this child with a cowbell and they're like, nah, we got to boo him. Whatever you say, champ. There was, I saw one person online saying, why didn't they play the Croatian national anthem? That's why. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah. (laughs) They played the Australian national anthem. Why didn't they play the Croatian national anthem? What? (laughs) Excuse me? Is it not Sydney United? I mean... We well, I think the way we, moving forward, mm, what needs to happen is you buy your ticket and you're lining up at the gate and you go through. As you go through each turnstile, there's a there's a touch screen. Okay. And you enter the touch screen and you put in um, almost like a jukebox, and you request the national anthem that you want to hear <laughs> for whatever country you feel aligned to. And then we sit in the stadium. They do welcome to country, and then we have. Um, Followed by 84 different national anthems to represent everyone in the stadium. Exactly. You know, that is the most egalitarian way to address this. That's the way to do it. Without a doubt. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Three hours of just performative musicals before any football was played. (laughs) Everyone's sitting there like, no, no, this is fair. This is it. This This is is equality. Well, to be fair. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's those people that take... They'll all be trimmed too, by the way, to, just to keep it fair. Oh, yeah. All the anthems will be trimmed to 2 minutes 46 seconds. Mm-hmm. No shorter, no less. So if your anthem doesn't go that long... Too bad. Uh, we'll, 
We'll have some instrumental. It's okay. Everyone will be booing in the background. We'll have some instrumental. And then if your anthem is eight minutes long, we, we lose Radio five Island. and a half minutes of it. You know, all two minutes, 46, every single anthem, all 84 of them in the stadium before every game. All right. That's perfect. Done. I solved it. I think we may have just solved racism. Done. And that's our, that's our nuanced take on the Australia Cup final. <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> Let's go back to talking about Adelaide. Okay. Do you want I to do, Yeah, I did. I just wanted to say one, you, you and I are both massive supporters of old football. Yeah. And you especially, you go to a lot of old football games on a Saturday afternoon. and go Old? Old football is in like the NSL... Um, I don't like the word ethnic, but it's like the easiest way to describe it. The ethnically aligned clubs. So the ones yeah, that yeah. are migrant communities that use football as an outlet to communicate and yeah. bond and all of those really good things that come out of these clubs like Sydney United, like Beograd, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so it is really, um, this is really upsetting in a way to see this whole um, exhibition be painted in a way of, you know, fascism and Nazism and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's not like that. Everyone's um, going to get that attachment. Yeah. You know? And like, I saw someone post online that like, everyone knows a Croatian or two who is like the best person they know and would be yeah. more than happy to give up any time in their day to help you out and stuff. Like that. And I thought that and I was like, yeah, of course. Like it's not, not they don't, not yeah, everyone yeah, thinks yeah. the same way. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's hard for this club to weed this out because it is kind of a club that's not built upon, but definitely there is a fabric to it that yeah. ties all this together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we can just probably just wrap that there. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Cool. Um, let's go to Adelaide United again. Mm. Let's get back to this. Uh, should we run through just a couple of predictions? Hit it. Maybe. What do we got? Um, should we do, let's say, player of the year? Mm. Anyone else but our boy Craig Goodwin? Um, leading goal scorer. Anyone else but our boy Craig Goodwin? <laughs> um, best defender. Best well, Craig if, we, Goodwin. if we play Craig Goodwin at left back, uh, Craig Goodwin. Um, no. Best goalkeeper. If we play Craig Goodwin in goalkeeper, um, he might win get our picked, best goalkeeper. Might get picked for the soccer squad. He might. If he dances like a wiggle. <laughs> that definitely helps. And if he has a worse penalty saving strike rate than Matt Ryan. Mm. He might even get subbed on for the penalties, despite not having as good a record. That's a really astute point. And one, as an international manager, I would take on board. (laughs) Yep. Maybe we can do that on FM. Oh, we should try it. Yeah, football manager. Craig Goodman in goals. We'll do a sim season and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Seriously, though, player of the year. Last year, uh, we went head-to-head on this. You were convinced that Lopez was going to win it. I thought he was going to win it, yeah. Um, This is like three quarters away through the season. You were still adamant that Lopez was going to win it. I was, yeah. And I had Craig Mm -hmm. with Lopez runner-up. I think that's the way it ended, wasn't it? Did Lopez finish third, maybe? Uh, I think someone someone sandwiched him in the end. Don't know. I just know Craig won. Craig did win. Um, Craig is the highest-rated, the the most valued player in the A-League fantasy team, which we are not competing in. Because it is a shambles of a fantasy competition. Mm-hmm. It's very super coach. I don't like it. Okay. But he is rightfully so. More so than the Johnny Warren medal recipient, Jake Brimmer, which I thought was uh, curious. Facts. Yeah. Maybe just alludes to something S- someone was facts. robbed. Yeah. Can Craig have as good a season as he did last this one? Post-injury, post-surgery, hasn't had a preseason. May be interrupted by going to the World Cup maybe that's the one question I want to level at you 
Is Craig Goodwin going to go to the World Cup? No. I don't think so anyway. I don't think he is. I don't think even if he's fit and tears it up for the next month. But do you think prior to this surgery and the the no preseason, he was going? Because he was playing regularly and scoring. I think he had to to have been. But then then I read read the article on the Keep Up page at the A-League launch, and they were saying... Or what Craig was saying is that Graham Arnold told him and the Australian staff told him to have the surgery. Don't worry about preseason. Get some games under your belt before the World Cup and basically that you're going to go. That's what he said in this interview. That was his word. So. Fingers crossed that is the case Let's then. Let's hope he's not been lied to, man. Fingers crossed that is the case. Could um, you imagine the pod if it eventuates so he doesn't go? After oh, if that, yeah, even though we have... <laughs> Don't really have any evidence of that being an actual thing, but we'll go with it. It's what Craig said. We'll just we we trust Craig, don't we? I do with my baby. I would. I trust him with my life. Wouldn't trust cum dog with my baby. I would not trust cum dog with my baby. But I would trust Craig Goodwin. <laughs> but I'd take Craig. Yes. Um, I really hope he goes. I really hope he goes too. I would love to see him and cum dog in the same team together for the soccer. Mm. I feel like it's between him and Quoll. And no, it can't be. There's just got to be some other dud on there. I can't see anyone else that Goodwin is competing with. How many strikers are we taking? Looks like six. Is one of them Adam Taggart? Yeah. Taggart, uh, McLaren, Duke, and then Ify Boyle, who can play up front, but is more of a wide man. Um, And then you've got... Boyle players on the wing. Yeah, Boyle plays in the wing, but I guess you could play him up top. Could. Same thing with Leckie, who is technically wide man, but has also been employed through the middle. And so when I look at that, I see five strikers there. I know we don't like Duke, but he's the only he's one scoring. Now. He's the only one scoring. He's the only one scoring. So he's in. McLaren's oh. in. Yep. And I guess Taggart's in. Taggart's in because he's the third central striker. But, oh, bloody hell. But then how does, where does I Dog fit? I don't know if I've ever seen Taggart come on for the Socceroos and thought, this guy could come on and score now. Yeah. Nor starting to, if I thought, oh, this guy's going to keep scoring. No, it's a shame because I really liked him in the A-League as well and I thought he was... He's a good player. He was going to come Just along well, but yeah. Injuries. Yeah. Another one injury um, hampered. So what, you would have come Dog instead of Taggart and then take Goodwin and cut Taggart completely. Yeah. This is what I mean about Qual coming in. We are so overloaded on wingers. There's absolutely no need to have an excitement machine. We've already got him. His name's Awer Mabil. Yeah, he just needs to start. Just play Awer. Like he, start him. He's our best winger. Just yep. He was our best winger in the Asian Cup. Mabil, Duke, Boyle. Done. Done. Why not play Duke? Like, yeah. I'll eat my medicine. Let's just play Duke. Just play it. Just play him. He's going to go. Whatever. And his hold-up plays fine. Whatever. It's okay. He plays Arnie's system well. Fine. Whatever remnants of the system it is. <laughs> it's not fine. Whatever. So, yeah. That's what the World Cup's going to... I can't wait for our World Cup pods. Yeah. We just got so far off track again. All I wanted to know was who's winning player of the year. <laughs> and you've led us down this rabbit hole of the Socceroos squad of the World Cup. So who's it going to be? Um, I want your prediction right now because I'm going to record him. Clough. You are off. You just say these things to be controversial. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm putting it down though. Zach it's going Clough. on the record. Zach Clough this season scores seven goals and gets eleven assists. I'm writing that down too. Seven goals, eleven assists. Gee whiz! All right, now I'm going to go. Say it. Say ben, the dollar eighty favorite. Ben Hallen. Oh. 
Second favourite, nice. I think ben Haller, Ben Halloran's going to win it this year. I think he's going to take the piss. He's definitely the biggest in. Yeah. If you can count. Is it, I guess it's an in, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's back. And I'm putting down Ibasuki as leading goal scorer. I like that, and I probably agree. What do you reckon he's going to get? 10 plus? I'd be happy with 11. Yep. 15 wins us the league. Yeah, is that, are, they, are they the numbers? A-league numbers? Are they A-league numbers, or are they... Um, about that? There was a terrible... Jamie McLaren. Yeah, J-Mac scored 19 or 20, I well, think, I swear last we've season. had lots of years where the leading goal scorers had like... like 14 11, goals. 12, 13, That yeah. might just be a vibe-based feeling I have. Adelaide yeah. United's best season is SVD with 17, so... That's what I would base it upon. If Ibasuki scores 15 goals this year, we... I'd be pretty fucking stoked. We're definitely meeting that semi-final minimum, Exactly, because you're you're assuming that Halloran and Goodwin have both scored anywhere between 5 and 10 themselves, so that's that's heaps of goals. Yep. Clough's got 7. <laughs> and 11 assists. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What is there any area of the park that you would like us to be stronger in? Pro- you know, it's funny, probably up front. Probably up front. The depth. Yeah, just like I really like Ibasuki, don't get me wrong, but he's not like a Priyavic or he's not going to score goals in the past like a Bavrisha has or, you know, someone in that vein. I think what I've liked about what I've seen from him is he also has the ability to drop in players like a 10. Mm-hmm. He was doing that a lot in the second half of last season. Yeah, links the play. I'm really impressed. Cuts the lines. Because uh, he's just so good at holding the ball and he that's, can feed it as well. That's what so. Harland was doing really well against United on the yeah. weekend. So he can drop in and do that, but you need someone else to play up front that's going to bang him in and it'd be a perfect time to have Yengi it would, which partnered is, with him. It was gonna, very frustrating. I was going to ask you what our biggest um, loss was in the off-season. Because, uh, you know, we got you know, Miko Jakobsen's gone, a um, couple of others, but obviously Cassini, Yengi does look to be uh, the biggest departure for us. Because uh, so. when you're replacing him, you're looking at bringing in uh, Luka Jovanovic, yeah. who looks good. Don't get me wrong. He scored a really nice goal against Jovanovic. Can't think of him. The youth youth kid who was our top scorer in the youth league. He scored a nice goal against City in like a behind-closed-doors trial match. No, nah, no, nah, Luka Jovanovic. Okay. There is AK. I don't, I don't follow the youth league enough. There's AK and Jovanovic coming through. Because I'm a grad. <laughs> it's true. And you only see them when they play against them. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, they're kids. And this is half the point, is yeah. that we don't really know what they're going to be able to provide in the A-League. Uh, it's, it's, I guess we're going into another season where we're just backing the development system that Carl put in place years ago mm-hmm. that are now... Those players are now coming through that, and he's their head coach. And uh, I guess we're just hoping or trusting in that process to deliver again and keep bringing up young players that are yeah capable. Who would be your biggest loss then? It would be Yangi. It's Yangi, yeah, biggest loss. Yeah. Absolutely. The potential in that kid. It's I know he, shame, didn't, he didn't actually have the goals to his name that I thought he might have. Same. There's a lot of hype, but mm. I still think they'll come. Where'd he go? Western United. No, West Sydney. West Sydney, I think. Yeah. yeah. That could be big for them. Big, powerful yeah, presence. I think it'll come. They were... I get, uh, bias is a big thing, I guess. You know, when he signed for Western Sydney, the, the comments were not really flattering for him. West Sydney fans were like, why, why would we bother? I guess it's because everyone just goes straight to the Wikipedia page to see how many goals have been scored. Mm. Which I can't blame him because I do that for Matt Simon all the time. <laughs> Who announced his retirement? Did you see that Thank today? 
Fuck. He's gone, Sam. Finally. 214 games, I think, he played for 66 goals, which is a remarkable one in four for a striker. Just you, plain to see how he had such a long career. It's those... It's that... There's that big period of time. The first stint at Central Coast, whatever, yeah, right. His last season at Central Coast, uh, his last stint there, he started scoring a few again, but did, still... Yeah. That massive middle patch there where he was clinging on and he was at the best club in the country in Sydney for years. And they won, what, three in a row and he wasn't... Did they win three in a row? They won some amount. They won some. I don't know. Who, it's not us, so I don't... It's not Adelaide, so I don't care. It's the dark ages of but the A-League. And he had something ridiculous like... Four, I'm going to look it up right now. I reckon he had something be, ridiculous like, like two like, goals in 30 it was games. Like four. It was fucked. In like 70... How about that? But that's because he was brought off the bench for 20 minutes at a time oh. to be a wrecking ball. Still. He was literally thrown on to just jump into centre backs, tiring legs, be an absolute mongrel to people. And the classic thing was the A-League page on Facebook today, shouting him out as like an icon, an institution of the A-League, someone that inspired us all to play the game. Are you ready for this? What did he have? His first stint at Central Coast, 36, these are only league games, I guess. This is... What Wikipedia says. 36 in 114 games. 36. As a young striker. Okay. That's in six seasons. You can deal with that. A-League numbers, I guess. I suppose. It's a lot of games. Which it was enough to get him removed to Korea. <laughs> where he... But was it... Did where he, he scored go- zero goals in six games. Did he go with Graham Arnold to the side? Graham Arnold, torched uh, and burned? John Man... John Man Dragons? I nah, don't know. we can look I'm into sure. that. Uh, <laughs> came back. Went to Central Coast Mariners and... Scored five goals in 33 games. And then the big one. From 2015 to 2018 at Sydney FC, five goals in 67 appearances oh. as a striker. Oh, my God. It's worse than I remember. Five goals in 67 appearances. What is he doing? Is he playing no, football? How does he get a contract? Is he playing checkers? Why? And then his last in 20, in 20 goals in 70 games for... Which is better, but it's still not it's better. Great. But you know, I scored eighteen this year. Yeah, I would have you scoring five <laughs> goals a season in the A League. Definitely, I don't play against A League defenders. No, but <laughs> who are, are A League defenders? They're just guys we used to play against. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Ryan Strain's playing in the SPL for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, come on. Yeah, we could have him. We could take him. <laughs> don't worry about it. Everyone else used to say around us. <laughs> but yeah, five. Five and sixty odd games at Sydney FC. That's legend of the league, Sam. And you shall not criticise him. If we add up those two stints, your anti football ten, ten goals in a hundred games. I would not have this anti Simon bias. Ten in a hundred, <laughs> a goal every ten appearances. As a striker, he may as well have been carrying the this water. This is just one thing that I guess it just plays into what shits a lot of people off about the A League. Yeah, definitely. Is some of the recycling of talent that goes on at all these clubs and the kind of perpetuation of talent that's not there yeah and just like guys hopping around how many people now play i guess it's not it happens in every league that people move to lots of different clubs within the same league Mm. Uh, but it's just frustrating when they're older players like that and you could be giving someone from an mpl side a crack yeah which is that was probably the gripe people had when blackwood re-signed for adelaide was that well why the hell are we not just playing Someone from the youth team, Jovanovic, AK, whatever. Um, but, you know, I think Blackwood has his place. All right, let's finish with this one. What Where do Adelaide United finish on the table? And 
Score prediction for this weekend versus Wellington. Okay. Where do we realistically finish this season? I'm going to go a conservative second. And I know... I, look, you're laughing. Because <laughs> you're such a dickhead. Some people think I'm taking the piss, but... Taking the piss, you've already picked Zach Tablecloth. <laughs> To win our best player this year. Zach Clef Pallet. Right. Seven goals, 11 assists. <laughs> Which I think he will get. Which will get Adelaide to second. Genuinely. Um, we are the side that has the most stability in the league. We are the side that is pretty much rolling out the same team we had the previous season. And I think in the A-League, there is something to be said of consistency and understanding of club, community, culture, formation, tactic, all of that. That's what played into Sydney's back-to-back-to-back championship premiership winning teams. They had largely the same squad. Same with Melbourne Victory in the 2010s and to the 2013s when they dominated. Same with Brisbane. The teams that can keep their players together are the teams that usually do well. And that's what we haven't done in the past. We haven't been able to keep a cohesive unit together. So I think, because you look at a predicted lineup of Gauchi and Goal, who we all know, Lockie Barr, Alexander Popovich at the back. Questionable, but two players that have played together now. Kiddo, Lopez, fullbacks. Mainstays. Isaias, Wande, Louis Dorigo in the middle. You've got Ben Halloran, Craig Goodwin, Zach Clough, Ibasuki. All players who know the club. There's no new signings. You know, Halloran's a new signing, but he's not really a new signing. Same with Craig Goodwin. Yeah. I think that's going to play hugely in our favour. And starting a season off like we are on the road, I think that's going to have huge benefits. And so I'm genuine when I say I think we finish second. Okay. Where do you think we go? I'm going fifth. Fifth. Still top six. I've got uh, City, Western United, Mm -hmm. Brisbane, MacArthur ahead of us. No victory, no Sydney, no West Sydney. Not right now. Interesting. I don't rate. I don't know if I rate victory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I rate their transfer business, but we'll see. Mm. I'm going hard there. Fuck them. <laughs> Score prediction for this week. I think we draw. I think it's probably one-one. I'll take it one-all to start the season. So would I. Wellington. Yeah, so would I. I just don't know because it's like a big homecoming for Wellington. To, uh, Wellington too. Is it actually in? Are they actually in New Zealand? They are. They're yep. not being forced to play <laughs> in, in Wollongong country. <laughs> I love that they were just like, what alphabetically aligns to Wellington? <laughs> Wollongong. Had, All to right. be, had to be somewhere in New South Wales. Had to be in New it? South Wales, yeah. yeah. Couldn't have been anywhere else in the world. Um, like New Zealand. What Where a crazy from. fact. Yeah. Who would have thought? All right, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take one all as well, I think. It's a safe bet. Who scores? Ibi? Off. <laughs> Blackwood. <laughs> I'm just going to bet on Cloth every week. Tablecloth. <laughs> Is that his name now? Yeah, that's what we're going with. Tablecloths and 11 assists. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough. That was a bit all over the place. We didn't really have much of a structure for that. Just a general <laughs> chit chat about Adelaide. <laughs> I'm just pumped for the season to start. Same. Uh, RGK Sunday. See you there. Yeah, I'll be more pumped for uh, later in the. Like next April when we actually get home games. <laughs> when we get five in two weeks. <laughs> That'll be good. Um, yeah, RGK Sunday if you want to watch the game. If anyone's listening, get down there. 
Watch it. <laughs> You're just assuming everyone switched off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think what I deviated from best player to why we should pick Duke for the World Cup, a lot of people <laughs> would have pressed off. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it there. Oh, it's, been a, it's been good, Sam. It's been good. It's been good. Catch you later.